and his friends. Nice. There we go. So, oh, I was going to be sick if I carried it. <laughs> that's, that's not. If you try not to vomit on my phone, that would be lovely. Fine. Who is dick about it? So this would be episode 156, or possibly 155A. Yes. Well, hasn't 155 been out? What? Who is that? Who just spoke? It's your mate, Bruce. I'm the new podcast guest. Guess who's All back? All the way from Australia. Back again. Daniel's back. He has no friends. <laughs> oh, low blow. Low blow. What an exciting time to be alive. Yes. Daniel... Daniel... Daniel? Jericho Mercer back on the podcast Jericho? I don't know I don't know where that came from it's like uh, episode 8 all over again Retro in a in a room together yeah but we're not in Torquay that was 4 years ago I don't believe this place has a thatched roof well there's only one way to find out yeah we'll fart really loudly at the same time and see if it lifts off <laughs> that's how they work I meant like climb onto the roof that sounds like a lot of effort yeah but it's easy it's got like the mesh you can just like climb only if it's thatched in which case if you fall and, and <laughs> break both your legs I uh, I work with a guy who used to work in shipyards in Glasgow uh-huh. and he told us about a guy who um, was up a like 50 foot ladder and he slipped and fell and landed and died instantly but also because of the impact shit himself so the worrying thing is the first the first thing that I thought was those are some bloody awful safety standards if one fallen ladder could, could kill Cause a man shit. Like, was yes. he not like it was a very tall ladder yeah but was he not like tied to something it, basic health and safety says you need two points of securement I think it was like the 70s oh fine in that case yeah, yeah. it was fucked yeah, yeah no, no one cared about health and safety no. in the 70s but I mean, if you're going to die, you don't want there with shit in your pants. Well, I suppose it's not your problem. Yeah, well, I think fair, quite I a think, lot of yeah. methods of death cause you to shit yourself. Yeah. Mm. Like if you have a heart attack, I'm fairly sure you shit yourself. All the good ones, anyway. If you, you know, die whilst wanking off into a plastic bag that's tied to a, your doorknob, then um, I think you shit yourself. Why do well, you no, tie we... a plastic bag to your doorknob and then bank into it, Dan? What's <laughs> what so wrong with you? So <laughs> it, you get like an asphyxiation effect of the, the thing. You know, like you Not if you just tie a carrier bag to the door. No, but your head is in the carrier bag right. at the same okay, time. Okay, that's quite a... that step. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought that was implied. So when I'm doing that, I tend to go for a shit first. Safety measures. Yeah. Well, no, no, yeah. fair. Well, no, it's just very because you don't want to get halfway through and think, oh, I need a shit and have to leave, do you? You don't think the excitement adds to the... the um, sense of urgency. Have you, ever, have you ever done a poo so big that you got a boner? <laughs> Um, I can't say that I ever have. No, I don't no, think I have. No, nor have I, but... <laughs> Are you sure? Is that something medically possible? I well, I suppose well, if sure it backs it up far enough, it can rub the prostate, can't it? I mean, don't... But, so this I don't get, don't all poops rub the prostate somehow? <laughs> Speak for yourself. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know either. It's, it's almost as if none of us are in any way medically trained. <laughs> it is. Your sister's a doctor, why not go phone her up? Raising <laughs> <No>. the question: <laughs> Is it possible? She she does the other end. She does the breathing bit, not the pooping bit. Okay. Her ex was a um, a gastro guy. So. A bum doctor. Yeah. 
I mean, why you, is... you wouldn't want to date somebody who's the same field as you, would you? No. no, they have both ends covered. <laughs> <laughs> why, um, why X? Uh, she broke up with him. One for Y. <laughs> Thanks, Dan, for that. Oh, right. That's what X means. Why did it not know. work out? Because she was all about breathing and he was all about buns. I presume so. Chalk and cheese, isn't it? Mm. Not breathing bums. Or chalk. Maybe cheese. So anyway, on episode 156, and we're in a pub in Birmingham with everybody's favourite, well, must be somebody's favourite statistically. So um, a friend of mine is... Uh, his girlfriend's Australian, so he was flying out to Australia recently, and put up a page on Facebook saying, "What podcast should I listen <laughs> oh, to?" You didn't on, on the way out, and there, there are lots, lots of his friends made these really lovely, sincere posts. But I love this podcast, or I love that podcast. And my post was, "I categorically would not recommend the Two Star Podcast, but I am in it, and I feel I should mention it." That is an excellent reverse psychology because exactly. that's the first one he would have listened to. It's the only you... thing he put on his phone for the twelve hour and you have ruined that man's holiday. Can you imagine? Imagine just 12 hours of the two-star podcast into your ears. Well, how many hours have we done? Uh, well, if we've done 155 episodes, average length like is probably about 50 minutes. Yeah, I guess so. So, so at I least mean, 100 hours. Yeah. yeah. That's a That's five Australia max. Jesus. Okay, that's a good sponsored event, is to fly around the world until you run out of two-star podcast. Or sense. Or you're asked to stop. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'd be broadcasting it to other people. No, but you could you could be that dick who was just listening to music on their phone without any headphones. But but for us, the two star podcast. You could uh, hey, how do we get onto BA's in flight um <laughs> ent- yeah. illegally, I think. No, but there must be a legal channel for that to happen. No idea. Yeah, I mean I presume they have a team that like goes out and to license holders and says, yeah. like, we want to put your well probably the whole thing's outsourced to a third party company yeah. that yeah, yeah. provides the service, but they must go out to yeah. all the license holders and say, like, we want to put your TV show on our in-flight system. Mm. Obviously we'll have to cut out all the knob gags because children might be watching. Yeah. That's why you get all the sanitized mm. versions where they don't say motherfucker. I hadn't picked that up. But, but yeah. they do have like radio on those flights as well. Yeah. And mm. that is essentially it's podcasts. Yeah. So how do we blackmail somebody into putting us onto an aeroplane? So I think the best way of doing this is we find out who they are, I have sex with them, and then we threaten to reveal that I had sex with them unless they put the podcast on the plane. Okay. I'm sensing one <laughs> key flaw. I'm not seeing it. Well, what is it? They, okay. won't be, they won't be ashamed of sleeping with that, obviously. Yeah, exactly. It's not he's, like, he's he's blackmail oh, yeah. people. Oh, mm. I, they'd be proud of it. Mm, well, in they? that case, you'd say you'll talk about it, and then they put it on because they're so proud. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 So, speaking of blackmailing people into having sex with you, I think that's what we're on about now. Mm. Um, so, we've, we've discussed the end of the previous project, but we haven't discussed it in... Uh, Your new project management role. We, yeah, we haven't discussed it in any final you know, detail on the podcast, you'll be pleased to know. Yes. We've, we've left well alone. Mm. Uh, is that for consumption or is that... We thought uh, we'd leave the post-mortem before you yeah. were available again. Is that something you prefer us to uh, steer clear of? <laughs> I, th- I think let, let, let's just, just euphemise this as the project took on a very different calibre at quite short notice, quite unexpectedly... At which point I was asked to leave the project management role and move on to a different position. So it turned so, out there was a competing project. Yes. Yeah. 
it's often the case. Mm. They put out multiple bids. Yeah. But it can't be helped. But yet you're still friends with the... Yes. So what are you hoping to gain? I mean, friendship. Yes. I mean, that seems unlikely, doesn't it? Well, <laughs> you've got enough friends, mate. You don't need... You've got us. You don't, you don't need more friends. I like having more friends. They're nice. No. It's, it's just a lot of admin. That's true. It is a lot of admin. Yeah. It's worthwhile, I think. Okay. So have they been... Uh, helpful in setting you up with somebody they are engaged in it as we speak the, the formal terms of reference for the have you had, have you had a, a, a statement of work yet yeah no no so, so we're in the process of setting up terms of reference for the group then okay. then the tender will go work, out yeah. for um, for people to, to get involved in the project work various elements will, will be outsourced various elements will be handled internally then you sign up the statement of work and yeah. the project can start in earnest yeah exactly so did you ever get confirmation that they had listened to our discussions about the project so I don't think so so I know that because you're still friends <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> quite, yeah basically yeah. Uh, no, no, they have listened to a couple of episodes but I think they, they picked some wow. of our more innocent um, so I wonder if we need to invite them on and um, widen out the scope of the project a little bit, and uh, we, yeah, could, we, you know, we we have a certain amount of expertise. I'm prepared to act as consultants on this. Um, Graham has a special set of skills when it comes to stalking people. Yeah, I mean that is very true. I can uh, advise what kind of pictures you might be uh, instructed to send you, to you, the, oh. the target. I'm more worried you'll be aware of what pictures exist already, but... Um, oh, I well, look, I don't know. This is the thing. I fully believe that you know more about what is on the internet about me than I do. I don't need to see pictures of your penis. Well, actually... Well, this is the you point. Have, you have been on rugby tours. I bet Ooh. there is, yeah. Interesting. Just as long as you don't find a video of me and Daphne, that's fine. Do you say Daphne or Daffid? Daphne. Who is Daphne? As in, like, Daphne is a 12-inch rubber penis. Okay, that's less interesting than I thought it might be. Okay. Yeah. The 12-inch rubber penis that you put up your bum? No. Okay. The 12-inch rubber penis that was used to beat me like a, a stick. That doesn't sound very sexy. It sounds very rugby, though. It was yeah, very rugby. A lot of repressed homosexuality. Yeah. It doesn't sound very repressed. <laughs> I mean, that, that's true. A lot of overt... <laughs> <laughs> Euphemised. So, Dan, you haven't been with us for now how many three episodes? Months. Three months, yeah. That's ten or so, episodes. I guess. three nine was last one I was in. Yeah, but no one's ever really? heard of that. Yeah, look. Have you not been in since you took that, you took your ball and ran <laughs> ran away <laughs> with it? I think, I think like so. Are Maybe I am. I was looking back through the podcast, know, um, because uh, Brandon's been re-listening to some of the old podcasts. Uh, so I went and looked through. We've actually got some quite good podcast titles. The content is appalling, but some of the titles are really quite clever. Do you know the worrying thing is, I think some of the content is actually quite good. Just very diluted. Well, yes. But also, I think it's possibly quite good by comparison to what we're doing at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually, still... I thought um, 151? One of those, and like a couple around it were quite good. I think um, some of the problem is that, you know, with our various life circumstances... Adam's making it stop. What's going uh, on? No, it's, it's, I believe it's still recording. Hang on, I will check. With, with some of our various life circumstances, we... Um, it may have stopped. I'm not sure. Yeah. So I wanted to check something. I yeah. can't. 
without various life circumstances, you know, we haven't quite all, had the energy to put into the podcast that we have in the past. Like, we're all just absolutely miserable because our lives are shit, is that that's what you're saying? I mean, yes, yeah. again. I'm, to be I'm, fair, basically, since you left the podcast, I've largely been ill, mm. um, which has not helped matters. Exactly. It's withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, it is, mm. absolutely. Um, I'm feeling a lot better today. So, yeah. yeah. So would you like to make a formal apology to our listeners for your absence? I feel like they should be apologising to me. What for? I'll get to that. Okay. But it's more the principle of, like, treating our listeners with kindness, oh, kind of compassion, like, or humanity, just offensively. We're, we're sorry for what we said about you, Dad. It turns out you were quite good. Because look that, what's yes. happened without you. Yeah. No, I like that. That's ne- I hadn't thought about it. Look, that's next. Yeah, we have, we've had to put up with just Chris for weeks I mean, now. Yeah. I'm, I am sorry for that. Mm. Yeah, you, you, you were a good buffer mm. to Chris in the past. And has he turned his sexual deprivations on you two then? No, he's far too busy being vegan now. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's killed his libido. Yeah. Mm. His libido well, is I mean, primarily cheese powered. I'm, I'm happy about that. Also, vegan yes. cheese just doesn't do it for anybody. Although, no. when you come back, uh, there's going to be so much pent up um, lust that he I might just explode. Yeah. All over his computer, and we can't yeah. go back to the old laptop. No. no. I mean, it sounds like the new one isn't much better, so. I mean, it is better. Okay. It's, I mean, it's no worse. It works <laughs> occasionally. Like, he, he can record a podcast. We haven't had Robo Chris in months. Okay. Oh, well, that's fine then. Yeah. We've had no Chris. Probably over a year. No, we did have the brief resurgence of Robo Chris. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, like we've had no Chris, mm. uh, had disappearing Chris, but no Robo Chris. So I'm oh. going to assume, uh, what with your extended absence, that you've come back with a massive surface of content. When you say content, do you mean content that will make the podcast better or content that will make the podcast worse? Just some content would be a good start. I mean, we have been quite light the last I mean I've probably got what maybe half an episode of interesting things yeah it's more than we've had in the last two episodes alright so so I will tell a story of good content it's about 30 seconds long uh, but it made me happy so um, well that's what she says (laughs) 30 seconds mate that's pushing it (laughs) pushing it a lot Uh, but no this um, as obviously as most content do this concerns the men's toilets so um, I was in a bar uh, on fireworks night so went out with a bunch of pe- people from choir to um, Blackheath Fireworks, lovely fireworks in London, and we went to a, uh, a trendy hipster bar afterwards. And Are there any others in that area? I've obviously no idea, I don't go to them. Um, so, it was one of those evenings where we weren't expecting to go out drinking uh, and having too many, but they just kept playing bangs. It was brilliant, just the mm. DJ was on fire. Um, and so... You know, two hours after I was expecting to have gone home, I staggered drunkenly into the toilet and was happily having a waz. And there was one guy, there were three of us on the three, three stalls. I didn't know either of the other two. Um, and. It'd be a bit weird if just you did. Like, yeah, well, fair. But um, <laughs> he was just going, oh, I, lo- I love that last song. All I really want is um, that old Sam Cook number. Don't know much about history. And the other goes, oh, yeah, another one. Don't know much <laughs> biology. Well, I managed to do it don't know much about a science book and then we harmonised harmonised don't know much about the while French pissing. I took whilst kissing and she's like yeah it's a great song and washed her hands and went off and it was I, just a really lovely moment I think that's the gayest thing I've ever <laughs> it heard it absolutely is but yeah sounds, sounds lovely yeah. I wish I was there no it's just really nice 
I'll say, that, that's like my 30 seconds of content for the past three months. So yeah. Super. Well, I mean, it's better than we've done. Well, I mean, at least if we can, uh, if we can, you know, jump into the old uh, Dungeons and Dickheads, that gives yeah. us some content generation mechanisms. That yeah. we don't... Well, it gives us an excuse to not have to do any content. Yes. For yeah, yeah. yeah, you can you can ad lib the content. I think um, for me, it's sort of it's the autumn months. Um, yeah. Fairly sure I've got SAD. Yeah. Not diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure that. I mean, to the point that my moods are pretty much directly correlate with the weather. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm always going to be a bit miserable and lackluster this time of year. So uh, anything that stops me having to think about anything is great. Mm. And let's face it, when we're doing Dungeons Dickheads, you can just think about fucking things and setting things on fire. Sometimes in that order. That is what I think about most of the time. Yeah, fair. Yeah, and I have to uh, deal with you three dickheads uh, trying to set things on fire. Uh, yeah, I did. I, there was a, a lovely webcomic I saw recently. Um, so you you remember Jack Chick? So the guy who was convinced that D and D was like the embodiment of Satanism. I mean, that was like most of the eighties. Yeah, and and so there was this this worry that like the dungeon masters would lead. Um, oh, it was all Satanism. They were yeah. all going like, to lead the children from Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's this wonderful. It, it's the there's the Chick tract on the left hand p- panel of the column. Come with me, I will lead you on this journey to darkness. And then the other panel is modern D&D. It's a picture of some adventurers next to a bridge. GM, I just want you guys to go over the bridge. That salmon looks hot. I want to seduce it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, you know, the old, uh, like, Sun Tzu, yeah, Heart of War, you know, no, no, no plan survives contact with the enemy. Mm. Largely true with DMing. Yeah, like you know, if you if you don't treat your players like the enemy, then they're just going to surprise you and fuck you over anyway. So you might as well go in there planning for that. Yeah. My biggest concern is that Chris is now going to take it seriously and oh play properly. And I think we're going to realise that actually it's quite fun to play, but is in no way fun to listen to. Well, in Venice, Gemma has kind of by stealing all of the money. Hmm. Injects like, a bit of much-needed chaos. So. There are a lot of, of D&D podcasts that are very successful. Now, admittedly, they are generally GM'd by somebody prepared and the cast is somewhat charismatic. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, thought you were, I thought you were just taking responsibility there. Right? No. I was going to happily let you do that. But, um. Um, but there's no reason that like it has to be ridiculous for it to be entertaining. But nonetheless, like I, I don't think... Even if you take it seriously... There's a there's a limit to like how seriously you take these you can take these things. Like I did, I, like I ran a proper I, I didn't run I was part of a proper D and D campaign mm. for uh, Curse of Strahd, mm. which is one of the like most kind of depressing and miserable D and D campaigns. And typically, yes. Uh. And typically, the ending of it is everybody's dead. Mm. Like the idea is that generally your characters will not survive in any yeah. kind of meaningful way the campaign. And we caused the DM so much pain with that <laughs> fucking setting. By the end of it, I had at least three different voices in my head. Right? I had um, one, a paladin kept trying to sacrifice himself nobly, and in doing so, fucked over the rest of the party. <laughs> um, our, uh, our, our cleric had a total crisis of faith after 
somebody that she thought was uh, a minister of her religion turned out to be an insane angel that was making Frankenstein monsters, and then she tried to kill everybody. Nice. Like, it was just a mess. Our wizard was a pyromaniac who just, like, we, we were sneaking into places, and he just, like, set fire to them. At one, at one point, right? Sounds familiar. Mm. At one point, we went out. We 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 were by this lake, and we saw this guy out in a boat. So we oh, we got in a boat, went out to where this guy was, and like, as far as we could tell, like he put like a kid in a sack and thrown it overboard, right? So without any consultation, without any thinking, the wizard just sets fire to the boat <laughs> and the man and burns him to death. On top of that, our reven, our paladin, had a revenant chasing him because he had killed. You know what, he was a he was a lawful good paladin, mm. right? He killed a guy, yeah. and then literally pissed on his grave, and so had a vengeful spirit chasing him for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> that kept like, and the way the revenants work is, you kill them, and then after twenty four hours, they just possess another body. And they always know where you are. Yeah. They'll always find you and come after you again. And they're virtually impossible to eliminate completely. And so for the rest of the campaign, we had this fucking revenant chasing us because the paladin couldn't stick to his oath of not just pissing on someone's grave. <laughs> it's quite a specific oath to be breaking, yeah, that isn't it? Wasn't <laughs> I will not piss on a grave. So you know how you always see the. Um, those warning signs and you think hmm I wonder what someone <laughs> yeah, to call the warning yeah. sign it's like the same with the oath who did what Wait, to so, call so, not pissing so on my character was like a, a chaotic neutral rogue oh god right and she basically she wasn't an asshole. Hmm. she was just like primarily interested in herself yeah right wasn't concerned with other people and their well-being generally like she wouldn't go out of her way to hurt people hmm. but she's not going to go out of her way to help people unless yeah. she saw some benefit from it by the end of it, at one point, the rest of the party were in a church fighting werewolves. Mm-hmm. The church was on fire because the wizard, without telling anybody, had cast a fireball inside a wooden church nice, and set yes. it all on fire, right? And she basically, she turned up to help them, mm-hmm. stuck her head in the door, saw that the paladin had dropped his weapons and fallen to his knees in a noble sacrifice, again, without telling anybody or <laughs> coordinating with them in any way, and literally said, fuck this, I'm out of here, and left. Good call. Because that was about the ninth thing in a row of, like, we've got this plan, this is what we're going to do, and then everyone just did something completely fucking different. He Leroy Jenkins did. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And bear in mind, everybody in this party was taking it seriously. Hmm. It doesn't stop people from doing incredibly stupid things that make it entertaining. My favourite episode we did was when me and Chris started a bar fight. Yes. <laughs> and uh, That was great. It was a bit sad when we went and actually tried doing the quest. But then Dan <laughs> saved it last minute by... Just killing that guy <laughs> in cold blood. <laughs> failing to listen to anything he said and just cutting his throat. In fairness, I listened to everything he said and I decided I didn't care. I was going to cut his throat anyway. Hmm. I did really enjoy the bar fight. That was great. Mm. It was really terrific. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that's what worries me. If Chris is going to take it properly, and uh, we're not just going to get really drunk and play darts. But as in, you still can. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, if it, if it's something that your character would do, go for it. Like, you don't you don't have to not take it seriously to kind of have yeah. fun. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, it's one of the things I really like about it is if you have 
if you've created your character and your character is like that, that's how you play your character. And even mm. if you think deadly seriously, if you are dedicated to representing your character properly, if they are a total mm. asshole or a drunk, yeah. like we did a, a little one-shot thing um, because uh, a bunch of people couldn't do the, the main campaign. Mm. So there was me and the DM and another girl that, that plays. And we just rolled these characters. Mm. So it's just two max level characters and we'll just put them through this thing. Mm. So I went with a monk who was basically like, uh, hadn't taken a vow of silence, but was like very, very kind of subdued, didn't say anything. And she rolled this ranger. And one of the things that we did was we, uh, we got uh, an artifact and the artifact has positive and negative effects. Mm. So one of the effects that it had on her was, because she was already an alcoholic as mm. part of her, one of the effects was that essentially she had to consume three times the normal amount of food and drink every day. Oh. Because of the negative effects yeah. of this artifact she had. So she was basically pissed constantly. And like it just turned into this kind of weird sitcom thing where she was just like wankered and just like everybody was her friend she wouldn't shut up and I was just kind of sitting there looking disapproving not really saying anything for the whole thing but like that that point we were like well these are the characters we've got to work with this as best we can Mm. like fine I will be the stoic monk you can be the drunken idiot nice we'll go with this right Dan's gone it's 25 minutes of Dan I mean that's plenty isn't it so should we uh, should we call it here and then record part two tomorrow in uh, awful weather spoons with David? Um, I think it'd be good to have a, a guest guest voice. On the podcast. Very exciting, and uh, he might bring some. Well, he didn't bring any listeners with him this time, did he? So no, not we know. It's of, disappointing. So I'm disappointed by that. Um, I mean, they may be like just shy listeners who don't want to, you know, interact with this directly. What's the fucking point of them? Well, I mean, you think about it, right? So, your average podcast, you listen, yeah, you listen to a, a like a, a very popular professional podcast, right? Think about the number of people that yeah, never write touched, in or whatever, interact with them. Number of people who are, you know, signed up to their Patreon or whatever. Number of people who interact with their forum community or whatever it might be. It's always like a relatively small percentage of yeah, the total audience. True. I do know that we had a listener um, who's one of Gemma's friends who listen to us quite regularly for quite a long time when she was going to sleep. I don't know if she does anymore. <laughs> Nightmares became too much. <laughs> I heard about it and uh, yeah, probably. But yeah, like, there'll be lo- there'll, I say loads. There will, there will inevitably be people who listen to the podcast but just choose not to interact with us. What kind of a fucking weird... What kind of person is that? Like, what's our what? demographic? Because that's fucked. Why are they doing this? What? We're just talking about our, our shy listeners who don't announce themselves or interact with us. Yeah, it's like shy Tories. I mean, like, yeah, you told them, they're they're no, I'm not going to vote for the Conservatives because I'm not an asshole. But actually, you know, they live on a state somewhere. And, you know, people mean, who do enjoy us for sick, depraved reasons but don't really want to admit to that in public. Yeah. I get it. But we are quite... I don't know. I can't imagine listening to this as an outsider and then listening again. That does, just doesn't make any sense. Well, if, if you have met us... But if you think about it, right? And so, you're in some way in on the joke, then it sort of makes a bit of sense, I suppose. Well, yeah, but think about it, right? There are a lot of, of people who... Look at YouTube, right? So the, the biggest, like, 
grift on YouTube is being uh, somebody in your late 20s who successfully convinces a bunch of teenagers that you're their friend. Yeah. Right? That's how that's how YouTubers make their money. Right? Yeah, it's how yeah, you yeah. get all these people who are multi-millionaire YouTubers with 10 million subscribers and all the rest of it, right? It's not because you produce exciting content that people really want to watch. Mm. Well, that's obviously part of it. But the real thing is you convince them that you're their friend. You appear day after day, week after week, mm. and you talk to them, and you treat them as if they're your mates. So that's what we need to go for. So, okay, how's this? Hello, children. I'm your friend, Graham. Is that the kind of thing we're going it's for? It's exactly what we're going exactly for. Exactly that. Okay, and, yeah. And, you know, there was, Do was, you want some sweeties? So I was, re- I was reading I kind of think you've missed this late 20s bit. I mean, okay, look, we're a bit behind the times, but there are plenty of older YouTubers as well who, you know, they work on a similar business model. Whether it's kids or whether it's adults, it's still, and Twitch streamers the same, anything else. It's about developing that relationship with your fan base mm. so that they feel like they're your friend and they want to help you and they want to. So that's that bullshit about actually putting out an episode every week. Well, part of that. But, you know, if, yeah. if people are actually our friends, they know that we can't be asked and yeah. that's just part of our charm. So we need to lie. We need to we need to like cynically exploit our listenership for financial gain. I mean we have um, got two bottles of gin now. So yeah, that's we're true. not doing too bad. We could do today, some yeah. um, promotion, I suppose, couldn't we? So I was reading a thing yesterday, and you know I don't know if you've heard of Zoella. Yeah. Name rings a bell. YouTuber, blogger, does all kinds of she's got a book out for Christmas. Mm. Right. And it is this was a review of the book. Now, she's 28, mm-hmm. and she's like she's a multi-millionaire now. Mm. And but all of her, her well, most of her fans are like young teenagers, tweens, that kind of thing, like 10 to 15. Yeah. Anyway, she's put out this book, which is basically like a guide for entertaining. You know, like dinner party, yeah, garden no, party, this kind yeah. of thing. And is it as bad as Pippa Middleton? A, well, it's even more banal. Oh, it's like, it's recommendations like, you know, when you go out in the, the spring, don't get to take an umbrella because it might rain even though it's like warm. That's or, actually quite a good tip. Because you, you don't know, do you? It could rain. And that's basically the, the entirety of the book. It's, it's, it's either do with incredibly banal tips yeah. uh, for like, basically it's, it's the whole year as well. It's like how to be, how to do anything basically. Um, and then there's things like, you know, when you have your garden party, make sure you put up like little blackboard signs with, you know, chalk writing on them to direct people to different parts of your garden. It's like, Shed. It's like, how, how in touch are you with your audience at this point? Yeah. Yes, you live in like a two million pound mansion with like grounds. Mm. Most of your, you know, your, your fans, the sign would just say garden and point like to the small patch of grass they have out the back of their house mm. like, and yeah the, basically the review was pretty scathing not from the point of view of like she's a cynical mm. money grabbing manipulator which most people on YouTube kind yeah. of are by necessity like, yeah. you, that's how you the only way you can make a living yeah. but just that it's one of those things that is just not only is it the kind of standard vacuous Christmas book that's basically a waste of time mm. but that it seems to be completely targeted at something that's not her audience yeah but yet the people who know someone who is her audience that know that they like her would buy yeah and then they're like well what the fuck am I supposed to do with you know making my own sherry trifle for my dinner party that I'm having as a 12 year old 
So I think um, our biggest weakness on that front is that the podcast isn't about anything. That's I mean, true. that is a big problem. Mm. And that's why Dungeons and Dickheads worked so well, because it gave us a focus. Mm. When you say worked, it worked very well. We didn't get any new listeners. Well, we not. Again. Nice. Okay. Yeah. The hidden demographic. Also, we'd have to market it to a slightly different place. Yes. So, what we need to do is be about something and do some promotion. But, I mean, for a while we were. What were we about? Uh, we were the official podcast of the uh, Funhouse Twins. That's true, actually, we were, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'm not resurrecting that. They're still alive, Dan. Well, I guess we could do a catch up, couldn't we? And uh, we could probably get one of them on. I mean, it feels That'd like be weird. if you just got one of them on, that would be. It would be I'm, very on brand. I'm not going to push my luck. Um, yeah. So we could probably get one of them on by convincing one of them that the other one was talking shit about them behind their back and giving them opportunity to set the, re- set the record straight. Yeah, because there's nothing like a random person turning up and telling you <laughs> your, your, your twin sister's was talking you shit about you behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> She's saying that you bang Pat Shark. I mean, let's be honest, they both bang Pat Shark. Pat Shark. Pat Shark. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, So, we're not about anything. 156 episodes in. Seems a little bit late to to, to choose a theme, doesn't it? Um, So, promotion... I mean, I mean we, I could, like we could pivot. We, we could be either massively anti-Brexit or massively pro-Brexit. Because I think there's a lot of like emotion bound up in that at the moment. I don't... Yeah. I think there are enough Brexit podcasts already. Yeah. Well, we anti-Brexit. There aren't really any pro-Brexit podcasts. Really? Because it's not really... Like, A, most of the people who are pro-Brexit couldn't figure out what a podcast was anyway. Mm. But also, like, there's just so much general coverage for pro-Brexit. Yeah. Do you think we could get Tommy Robinson on? I mean, he's pretty stupid. He's Wouldn't pretty he good for ratings, I think. Yeah, but the problem is we... Oh, I cannot be asked to put up with something that's going to bring us, like, a proper Twitter shitstorm following this, because they're either going to be like, oh, you're the greatest for loving Tommy, and all that. Or... Just, I, just leave Twitter, that's what I do. I feel, I feel like at this point we really, even at our minimal level, shouldn't be helping to publicise dickheads like that. Yeah. Like, I think we're past the point now where you can go, well, we're just going to ridicule them and it'll be hilarious. The whole, um, yeah, giving them enough ropes to hang themselves, that's not yes. worked. No, they're it? just kind so of like... Turns out they built a rope bridge to somewhere else. Yeah, and, and taken a lot of people with them. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, maybe not him. Who could we, we could get Zoella on? She needs a platform. So, what? Maybe she could get us on. Yeah, that seems more likely. Um... But that's not we make could us do a link up cross promotion crossover yeah mm. we could help yeah. her break into podcasting as she's helping us launch our YouTube careers God, I don't want the YouTube you channel you could be itself. the face of our YouTube channel man it's yes. like such a fucking lot of work it is a lot of work yeah. for you because yeah. you're the face of our we're, we're very much behind the scenes we'll tell you what to do speaking of telling you what to do yeah my new sub project which is just a, <laughs> just a passion project at yeah. the moment but um it's passion kind of, is the right word it's kind of behind behind closed doors at the moment but um and so it shall remain well not not for long because dan why don't you go to the toilet right now 
and have a quick wank. So you'll be amused to know that the last time you were texting me about this bullshit, I was on the bus to the fireworks with Izzy and Kate. Oh, the, and, and, and are you were having a wank? No. Uh, and they were horrified. Why? Because he was having a wank. <laughs> yeah, don't wank on a bus. <laughs> Just coincidentally, when you text him, he's already at it. So... For the benefit of listeners, in this staff room uh, hangouts chat that you're not allowed into... Fuck you! Um, I have, at regular intervals, just been suggesting to Dan that now might be a nice time to bang one out. And he is being an absolute fridge about it. I yep. mean, to be fair, you're not really thinking about the timing from Dan's perspective. You need to get more kind of targeted with your marketing. Well, it's also more... No, the, I think the, the time I say it is the perfect time. Just because he's... Are you trying to, like, sort of get a Pavlovian thing going? Well, that's here, what right? I'm trying to do. So one, Yeah, what, and so the my thing idea is, he is, confessed this plan to me yeah. that he wanted me to think of him when he's wanking, which, A, a bit weird, but also, fuck that. I, so I now I just, deliberately ignore him. But it's going to get to a point where you're going to be, you know, pulling down the blinds, lighting some candles, uh... Get, running a bath so that you can have some nice me time and I'm going to pop into your head saying Dan have a wank and I'm going to ruin that for you I think you have some very strange misconceptions about masturbating well how do you do it quickly on the bus <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you read out to them that I had said Dan why not have a wank yes and I showed what? them the text yeah and what did they say men are disgusting Okay, that's a valid point. Yeah, okay, I, 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 I couldn't disagree with them. I bet he got them foaming at the gash, though. <laughs> I mean, it's possible but unlikely. I, I'm so not the first expert is, on uh, women. We haven't addressed this yet uh, because you haven't been on the podcast since. But when I mentioned the effing at the G, yeah, and you showed it, you, that's a breach of my privacy. A blatant violation of that, the general yeah. band's penis regulations. Because I said that to you, and then you showed it to some sexy girls that you wanted to bang, and then they have judged me based on nothing out, nothing but my words that I had typed, which is an unfair way to judge me. Although they've also listened to the podcast, they've judged you on that. As have well. they listened to the podcast? Yes. So we do have some shy listeners. So okay. yeah, like only like one or two episodes, right? But when? Why is this brand new information? I'm sure I told you. No, you haven't. Had. No. So uh, your uni, your sexy uni ladies. No, this is not sexy uni ladies. So who's? No, but the ones who got foaming at the gash, they were the uni ladies that you were out with, that you'd let see my phone. Hang on, what? No. One of the, you gave them the phone oh, and I'm they so started confused. talking to Graham. No, okay, sorry, sorry. This, this is two is, separate instances. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. No, none of the uni lot have, have listened to the podcast. Right, uh, that's what was a surprise to me. Yes. Okay. But they haven't listened to the no, podcast. The, 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 it sounds like they had. Yes. Yeah, right. okay, the fact right. they haven't. You'll be splurging Graham's good name. Yeah, by letting them read I mean, things <laughs> I've said. I'm going to go out and let them say that Graham is splurging Graham's good no, name. No, because if I had known they were going to read it, I would have put in brackets. Yeah, but they, they weren't the ones who were listening to masturbation chatter. What? So right, the ones who I get. Yeah, no, we 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 understand yeah, 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 the context. Yeah. No, I'm now taking issue with you about the ones that you let see that, that I said they were foaming at the gash. I don't think I. Let you did because one did. I took you a picture of herself. You literally said, gave them your phone, <laughs> and she was typing to Graham for several minutes, saying what a lovely turn of phrase you have, and took a picture of herself. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, <laughs> oh, and then okay. they posted a photo oh, yeah, of yeah. all of you sitting yeah. at the table yeah, together. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yes, so that time I defend your reputation. Yeah, so yeah. you have damaged my reputation with those girls that you have could you, feasibly you marry one day. Have you considered uh, slander? Yeah. Well, it is, isn't it? 
because I'm he's... Not sure. is it because slander is, is spoken and libel is written down? Oh, well, that's true. Okay, well, either way... Have I, have I libeled you? No, you made me libel yourself? myself. <laughs> so I'm sort of an accessory to libel. Yes. No, not no, because you made it happen, so you're worse. You're like a... a yeah, that's accessory. No, accessory is somebody who well, gets swept I up. I bet it. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, no, it's not even that. You didn't help. You made me... You're the mastermind behind it. Yes. Yes. You entrapped me to say an awful chauvinist thing by showing me pictures of foamy gash girls. <laughs> I mean, that's possibly not the best way to put it. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you I, don't, be, I don't care in any way, shape, or form, shame, either well, way. I mean, I also don't care. Yeah. Because if you do get married to that one who uh, decided... She just grabbed your phone off you and started typing it. Well, no, I imagine, based on what Dan just said on the bus... I know, she had dark hair. I would imagine, based on Dan's experience on the bus, that he long probably gave his phone... Yeah. Quite uh, long, yeah. Well, shoulder length. Taken, but, um, so yeah. why are you letting her have your phone if she's taken? What a waste of time. Come Not on, focus your efforts. Right, but tell her to fuck off. And start on the ones that aren't taken. Come on, you've got to narrow yeah, the field. I need her to do my master's for me. I don't know what that means, but... She, she's really clever. Right. And by... Have her, like, you know, uh, private school, they have, like, masters who are... In oh, private. okay, so, right. <laughs> you're going to be her fag. I so mean, she's going to do his masters. Did you yeah. have fags at the RGS? No. I bet you did. <laughs> I could say a really horrible, offensive thing, but I'm not going to do that. It wasn't at boarding school, so you can't have that sort of thing. I mean, you can. I bet you did. It all goes home at night. Yeah, but they just do it during school hours, don't they? What? What do you mean, uh? It's not a sex thing, Dan. What's wrong with you? Do you know what a fag is? You're not American. Honestly, no. They're sort of the the slaves to the prefects. Oh, I assumed that was just one of those things that was caught... That everyone says it's not a sex thing. No, it's, totally it's not a sex, a sex thing. No, it literally isn't. It's just bullying. I don't know how to process that. Um, bear in we mind, still didn't have any of that. Bear either. in mind, we're not American, and thus it is not a slur. Well, speak for yourself. No, no, I, I know. I know that that term isn't in and of itself a slur. Just yeah, no, I, it's not I a sex thing. It's just. It's just. I, a, but I always assume that the context of it, in terms of private boarding schools, it was no. It's no, it was essentially like it's essentially like treating the new kids like slaves. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I thought it, I thought it meant treating new kids like butt slaves. No, well, I think there's an element. Of that, I mean, there may have been some bumming, but I don't think it's required. But you can do. You don't have to be at a boarding school to bum. It's kind of hard at three in the afternoon. <laughs> well, yeah. So there you go. That's perfect time. I mean, Graham keeps texting you, and you say no. Well, I say maybe I'm so just wired like a. So you know what time you need to send the messages. Well, now. yeah, he's just told me when he. Yeah. Well, no, three in the afternoon is when I'm not. Well, you just said it's hard. Oh, I see. We'll be we'll do long time. Jesus very funny. Christ, Daniel. Oh, mate. <laughs> Maybe now we wrap it up. And uh, so, speaking of fags, that was offensive. I apologise. Uh, but we'll be back in a little while, but in real life tomorrow, with David from Birmingham, who is Woo! now going to become Day, uh, Dan's slave. Because well, well, the, the master is returning, and you uh, you need to put him in his place because he subbed for you on one episode. And he was about eight hundred percent better. Mm. No, he was. He was. Did he keep Chris in check? Chris wasn't there. Yeah. Which. Well, so hang on. So you can't be eight hundred percent better whilst playing the junior boss. Well, no. He was sub. He was. He, he, he managed to not only substitute for Chris, but also to interview for your position. Yeah. In the same episode. I, I absolutely consider that managing Chris. Were... I mean, he started very badly by showing up on time. Yeah. But it was all uphill from there. Was he? Bake, did he bake any cakes? No, but he said that he would consider doing so for the podcast. 
Yeah, there's lots of things people would consider doing. And did he actually do it? Well, no, but if he'd done it, it would have been too predictable. Like, he could whole... have done any kind of other things. He could have had a dinner party in the meantime. I mean, to be he fair, he did supper. say that while he didn't live next to a train track, there were a lot of people who lived in his road with quad bikes, so he would have a lot of random noise going I on have, in the background. I have been very careful to move next to another train track. <laughs> I, don't, I, I also don't have carpets on the bit on the floor in which my um, the computer's going, so you'll get the full benefit of echoey floors, train tracks. Yeah, well, you're yeah. nothing if not on brand. Yeah, damn right. So that's good. Okay, well... So, yeah, well, thanks for this, and we'll uh, talk to you in a bit. Um, maybe we can have the intermission music. So I did enjoy that. Um, yeah, it was a nice, return. nice retro thing, wasn't it? So we'll have that now, and then we'll be putting Dave in a bin when you join us next. <laughs> back into his house. Do you mind? <laughs> this is a family show. So, uh, we promised David from Birmingham, but he's having a bit of bum trouble. Yeah, I'm, oh, trying, to work, I'm trying to work oh, out whether um, his having to abandon the concerts due to extreme bum difficulties makes it 
sort of enhances his case to replace me or damages it. But there's a persuasive argument either way. Well, I think you would, regardless of your bum difficulties, you still do things. Yeah. True, yes. But maybe you should uh, not. <laughs> I mean, I can't lecture anybody on uh, missing out on social engagements because of well, lots no, of issues, well, can I? No. <laughs> yes. No, uh... So we uh, we escaped from a room. Yeah, we did. We fucking nailed it. Lock, yeah. locked in a pirate ship and uh, blasted through. It was seventeen minutes left. Yep, would have been more, but uh, we some fishing problems. We had some fishing issues. Yeah, yeah, which I fixed by breaking things. Yes. Great, yes. well done, Doug. But um, yeah, their, their hardest one. They said, and uh, yeah. they were very impressed that we absolutely smashed it. Yeah. So basically, it turns out that we're just amazing. We're very, very good at escaping things and yeah. at being pirates, which is frankly all I've ever wanted from life. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, I, Roger, Daniel as the cabin boy. Deary me. I mean, let's face it, there is a risk at the moment that any attempted rogering of me could result in uh, blowback, as it were. <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I don't really want to uh, knock that seal loose, do you? No. No. Uh, yeah, so given that Dave's not here, we uh, a bit out, well, no more content than we had yesterday, I don't know. So, I mean, or for the last like three months. Yes. But you'll be back with us uh, this week, actually. Yeah, I think so. Brilliant. Well, yeah. what a treat for everybody involved. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, let's be honest, no, I, I doubt anyone's going to be able to knock this one out in time for Tuesday. Yeah, true. But it'll be knocked out before uh, Tuesday gets knocked out. True. I guess this Probably one's more to edit anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think any editing is going to save this, so uh, it'll be as is. Okay, so um, all that's left is for Dan to do the content he's been preparing for the last three months. Take it away. I thought you did that last night. It's quite good. Yeah, get a laugh. I'm also going to cut in some music. Um, I leave you to guess what. Well, I mean, as I'm going to be editing it, That'd be an impressive achievement for you. All right, I'm going to make Adam. I'm not going to make Adam do anything. I can't be asked. You cut some music into 139. Okay. The lost episode. Yeah. I wonder if it was any good. I honestly can't remember at this point. So long ago. Anything about it? So far in the past. Mm. Like literally three months. Yeah. I can't. Can't be expected to remember these things. Let's face it, I wouldn't remember if it was yesterday, so okay. Well, in other news, uh, the Tanqueray Sevilla Gin is very nice. Yeah, I haven't tried that yet. I heartily recommend it to anyone who likes gin. Oh, that's very lovely. Mm. Well done, Daniel. My uh, my trying all the kinds of gin that I can find in the world has reaped rewards, such as I've tried all the gin that I can find in the world. It's very much its own reward. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really got anything else to say unless anyone else has. Nope. Shall off then.